All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin, where we cover the Bitcoin news, the memes, the fails by the shitcoiners and the government's Bitcoin culture. We have it all from the pleb perspective. Anyways, today we have a very special guest. This is Simply Bitcoin, after all. If you guys have been tuned in for the show for a while, you know the deal. We have all types of guests from guests that have over half a million Twitter followers, and we have plebs on all the times. And from my experience, you it's not that the people that have, you know, 100 or 200,000 followers on Twitter, their takes are bad takes. It's that because they're so popular, you hear those takes all the time. So from my experience, and I've been doing broadcasting for a little bit now, uh, a couple years now, um, the most interesting takes I always hear are from the everyday pleb. The pleb that not that many people know and that's exactly who we have today we have a friend his name is tony how you doing tony welcome to the show good thanks for having me guys super super happy to have you but opti you know the deal it's time for number time brought to you by noddle they make some of the best bitcoin nodes like the noddle one run your own version of bitcoin core the lightning network whirlpool and dojo all from the comfort of your own home remember guys if you don't run your own Bitcoin node, you're using someone else's. And now, if you're a digital nomad, you have no excuse because you could run a Noddle node over a virtual private server anywhere around the world. Visit noddle.eu. At the time of this recording, the price, the Bitcoin price, oh, a little bit of a pump, 23,305 sats per dollar, 4,291. Bitcoin held in corporate treasuries, 1,660,000 Bitcoin. Block height. 745,671, the amount of reachable Bitcoin nodes, you want that number to keep going up, 15,642. The amount of Bitcoin percentage you issued, 90.94%. Blocks to the halving, 94,329 blocks. Having estimate, I'm really looking forward to that day. Yeah. It's less than two years away, baby. April 18th. 2024 so overall good numbers we got a little bit of a pipe uh, a pump today you know i feel I, I hope that i feel like a lot of people definitely enjoyed that especially after the blood the the, the terrible pain that we've experienced uh last month right it was it was crazy um stock market fell and really you know it that's because the fed took a a, a hawkish stance because they're trying to uh, get inflation under control. Um, but anyways, a uh, very interesting video that I have for us today to react to. First of all, have to explain where this video is from. So today, there was the Bloomberg Bitcoin and Shitcoin Summit in New York. Let's check out what it is. At the 2022 Bloomberg Crypto Summit, we'll bring together top names from the world of tokens, blockchain, Web3, NFTs, decentralized finance, economics, investing, venture capital. They should they, they don't name Bitcoin there. I guess they're they're putting blockchain and Bitcoin together. These people are like I feel like that description is from 2017. Um anyways, more to talk about what's real and what's speculation and what smart money should know about the next phases of growth in this ascendant industry. All right. That being said, we had our boy, the legendary Jack Ballers, like they called him on that news interview. Uh, let's hear what he has to say. Crossing borders, it doesn't care if you're buying pizza, it's going to get value, real cash final bearer instrument, this thing. Like it is not credit. It is a physical digital instrument that actually travels and moves in real time. And it's gonna get there in less than a second and for free no matter where you point the thing. And that's when 
the last, sorry, I went way over 60 seconds, but then two months later, I called my friend back and I said, you're going to think I'm crazy because I know we're like these libertarian anarchists, like screw the state or whatever, but we're going to redo it, but I'm going to make the payment out of my Chase account and you're going to receive it in your Barclays account. And the innovation is we're going to be live converting dollars and British pounds into Bitcoin on Lightning and using Lightning to get the value to London. But by, by, by the way, in terms of the way, in terms so, dude, absolutely bullish. Now, you read all of this, right? And then you're just like, but, like, a lot of these shit coins don't need to exist with what he was saying. And let's talk a little bit about what Jack Mollers was saying, because I think people conflate these two things, right? There's Bitcoin, the commodity. Bitcoin, the token, right? Just Bitcoin, the currency, right? And then there's the Bitcoin network, right? There are two... Of course, Bitcoin, the commodity, the currency uses the Bitcoin network. But, right, what Jack Mahler's is doing, right, and that's how he solved a lot of the problems with remittances, is that he's using the Bitcoin network to essentially transfer payments overseas, right? So someone deposits $100 or pays someone $100 in El Salvador, it gets sent over the Bitcoin network, and then that person in El Salvador gets dollars back don't have to pay the absorbent amount of fees that you would have to pay to Western Union. And you don't have to deal with any of the crazy regulations that would apply to transfer your money into Bitcoin. What if you don't want Bitcoin? What if you want something, you know, the false illusion of stability that fiat currencies provide? What if, you know, you're an older person and you're just like, dude, just send me dollars, like stop overcomplicating my life. You're still using the Bitcoin network, even if you don't use it. And here's the thing. The Bitcoin network is still the best solution. Western Union, which is the, the, the thing that remittances use today, dude, they charge you an arm and a leg. They charge you an absorbent fee for sending money, sometimes like 20%, 20, 30%. Imagine I send $100. Let's say Optimus was in El Salvador. He received it, get 70 bucks. Like what if you're from the lower income? Like, dude, that, that's a lot of money that's going where, right? If you do it over the Lightning Network, like, you know, what Strike solution is, dude, it's, 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 it's almost free, right? And I believe that more Bitcoin companies are going to start doing this. I think that this is just the beginning. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I, I, dude, I'm just so disappointed by that description <laughs> that, that they provided, man. It's just, it's such a buzzkill. It's like NFTs, blockchain, that, that. And then you have Jack Mahler's saying that and you're just like, what the F, you know? So yeah, man, uh, very bullish from Jack Mahler's describing exactly what it is, describing the revolution, describing the utility of Bitcoin, not only just the currency, if also the network as well, right? So really, really cool stuff. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts? And then we'll move on to Tony. Well, first off, I just love that Bloomberg can't say Bitcoin. We're the plebs with the Bloomberg account and we see the narratives, guys. They do not like Bitcoin. They do not want to paint Bitcoin in good light. Sometimes the signal gets through like it is today, but they got a bent against Bitcoin. And secondly, Jack Mahler is a G, dude. Everything he does, it's even the way he walks, he's got swagger. Like he is, he he's a a great Bitcoiner. But just to add to your point, when I was at the Bitcoin conference and he did his presentation on what Strike was doing with traditional payment networks and integrating Lightning in it, and he fully explained how Lightning works as a payment rail to route around traditional financial banking. 
it was one of those moments where I was stunned. I'm, I I couldn't fully grasp what he was doing, but I knew it was a big thing. And the more that I get comfortable with the idea, it, it just blows my mind that we can route around this old tech with brand new tech and we can get money across the border, across the world in minutes with no middlemen. And the middlemen out there are shook, guys, because Bitcoin makes them obsolete and they know it and we know it. And Jack Ballers is just out here proving it to everyone day in and day out. Shout out to Jack Maulers. Yeah, shout out to him, bro. Uh, Jack Maulers ballin'. That's why they call him Jack Ballers. Anyways, Tony, what are your thoughts on this, brother? Yeah, you know, I, I just got to say, I mean, we couldn't ask for a better spokesman for Bitcoin, right? Like Jack Mahler's, I mean, he just, he can explain it to the smartest people as well as somebody who doesn't know anything, you know? And so, I mean, he's, he's just so eloquent with everything he says, you know? So we really couldn't ask for a better spokesman than him. Uh, and for him to, to be there, right? And doing that with a bunch of, you know, people who don't want anything to do with Bitcoin, like you guys were saying, you know, like it, it, it just doesn't get too much better than that, that he's there. And, and, you know, I love how he went over his time too, right? They probably gave him some time limit and he's like, well, you know, I'm just going to go and do my thing. So uh, it couldn't be better that he was there. And yeah, like you guys said, I mean, Bitcoin is, is, you know, we, we everybody always says it, right. It's freedom money. And, and uh, it, it's, it's, definitely better than anything else that's ever been in existence right so yeah absolutely you know and i, I think he his way of articulating it um you know and just highlighting you know that because I, I think and i want i know i've already said this but i want to re-emphasize that right is like people have to understand there's two different bitcoin the commodity is one thing and bitcoin the network is a whole other thing right and i think a lot of people um you know combine the two and rightly so right but you could still use the bitcoin network from your perspective without even touching bitcoin the commodity applications and companies could utilize bitcoin and the lightning network as a back end to facilitate payments over 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 borders without the user or without any of the users even knowing that they interacted with the bitcoin network right uh very similar to the internet Right. It's very similar, like in terms of how you would think about it. So anyways, Jack Mahler's doing its thing, educating that Bloomberg reporter. He probably had no idea what he was saying. But hey, one step at a time. Anyways, Opti. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Opti, it's, it's time. Green. For... <laughs> Woo! Anyways, Opti, it's time for the daily news brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make some of the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch, like the famous 3D printed Bitcoin grenade toy comes in any custom color your heart desires. This just happens to be in simply Bitcoin colors or Bitcoin colors. Or what if you like Peter Schiff, like gold? That's right, he makes it in gold. Any custom color, definitely go check out Crypto Cloaks. You can take advantage of the promo code down below to get 5% off. If you're in Europe, the European store is now open. Check out CryptoCloaks.com. All right, everybody, check this out. Uh, bullish, bullish news. Um, you guys know the deal. We always break down the signal, try to get the signal out of the noise. Uh, first article, Bitcoin gaming company ZBD raises $35 million for virtual economies. That's the key right there, virtual economies. $35 million being invested 
into a Bitcoin only company in the middle of a bear market. That is signal right there. That means smart money investors are bullish on the future of Bitcoin, even with the price 70% down from all time high. Don't sleep on it. Anyways, moving on. We actually had, I think the CEO of ZBD on, on Simply Bitcoin before. Uh, she's awesome. Anyways, let's check it out. ZBD, a Bitcoin-only gaming gamer gaming developer, has secured 35 million in a Series a, Series B fundraising event to scale circular economies in virtual worlds. The fund the funding will be used to scale ZBD's team, allowing them to meet the needs of its increasing user base, which witnessed a 10x increase since the startup's initial funding round this past September. The fast-paced growth, as the company explains, has been part due to innovative partnerships with existing gaming studios and integrations with blockchain industry experts. We are pleased to be in a position where we can confidently scale our team, grow our business, even as the macroeconomic backdrop becomes increasingly uncertain. Simon Kawa, no, we, oh man, did we have, uh, we had ZBD and Thunder Games. We had both of them on Simply Bitcoin. I confused the two, but we, we both, we, we definitely had them on. This funding round gives us the ability to meet our highly ambitious roadmap, both in terms of building out our infrastructure to support the hundreds of millions of users that play our partners' games. ZBD creates a circular economy allowing its users to earn Bitcoin across multiple video games by leveraging the Lightning Network. Remember what I told you about Bitcoin the Network? Connect this to what we were talking about with Jack Maulers, right? A layer two application built on top of the Bitcoin blockchain, which enables users to have access to instant low cost micropayments in Bitcoin. We have seen new monetization methods disrupt the gaming industry in the past, and we believe the integration of Bitcoin directly into games is a new way to expand the connection with players and engage them in ways that was that were never possible before, said Kenny Lee, VP at Rainy Group. The wide range of use cases for ZBD's platform provides flexibility for the game designer and allows ZBD to partner with any developer, from a AAA console and PC to hyper casual mobile, right? I think the key here, and this is why I highlighted it, is the triple A console, right? How long until your favorite triple A game has lightning lightning payments and that, uh, enabled? And that's exactly what a company like ZBD is doing to make happen. So that that triple A company doesn't have to learn and how to apply it. They could just take uh, ZBD's API, apply it to their game, and yeah, very, very bright future. I think Bitcoin and Lightning is a match made in heaven. Optimus, what are your thoughts? Well, I have a question for you. I'm not much of a gamer, but what's AAA console? Like, yeah, so uh, Xbox or PlayStation? No, so a AAA game, uh, it should have defined it. So a AAA game is a game with an extremely high budget. So let me give you an example. Oh, Grand okay. Theft Auto, Call of Duty, right? Okay, so and there's only, there's only a handful of those. Anyways. All right, awesome, awesome. Well, that makes me even more bullish on ZBD. I... I'm a user of ZBD's Lightning Streaming Kit, guys, and it's absolutely one of our favorite features. It's the best thing that we do on our low-budget Bitcoin kindergarten. We have our friends troll us. ZBD Streamer Kit is awesome. I am very bullish on this company. I think Lightning Gaming is a match made in heaven. Who doesn't want to take other people's sats while playing video games? I mean, come on, guys. And while I'm on this message, I know you ZBD guys are listening to me. I have a feature request. I need to be able to submit my own memes when people give us tips. 
This will be a game changer for the Bitcoin Twitter community because you guys are allowing us to ride around YouTube's gatekeeping, guys, and it's truly a beautiful thing. You don't need the gatekeepers anymore to make an income if you are providing value. The value for value economy is thriving, and I'm super excited to see what else ZBD comes up with. So bullish on ZBD. Bullish on CBD. Anyways, Tony, what are your thoughts on this, my friend? Do you game? Are you that type of person? Uh, a little bit, but not like my son. You know, my son is uh, he's all into it. So that'll you know, and it's so funny because I he's not quite a Bitcoiner yet. Right. So that would just be right up his alley, you know, so. <clears throat> how, how long until you orange pill him? Get him on uh, CSGO. Yeah, for and get him to subscribe to Slimpy Bitcoin. Do both. Yeah, well, uh, he he's already you know he's he's orange pilled. He's just not uh, you know fully on board yet. Yeah, he's not. He's not. But that I you know I I that's how he gets paid from me. Uh, you know, so uh, he he's already got his own sats. You know, he just you know he's he's in high school, right? He doesn't. He's he's got other things on his mind, right? So uh you know that's that uh it's not you know he's not working yet you know money's not important to him yet because dad pays for everything he, right? he feels like he has all the time in the world he's at that age <laughs> right. anyways uh moving on moving on all right the big kahuna today absolutely massive um and of course nico's gonna break down the noise give you the signal anyways moving on samsung's new mining chip will be 45 percent efficient it's like, oh, it's a mining chip. It'd be 45. Let me say that again. Samsung's new mining chip, right? Tech giant Samsung said it is currently working on new three nanometer mining chip that will be 45% more efficient. The new chips are estimated to have 23% higher performance and are expected to significantly reduce carbon emissions in the mining industry. The company started working on the chips in late 2021 with help from, from its various subsidiaries, including as Candice, Siemens, and dude, these are massive companies, especially Siemens. Samsung also said that the two nan uh, nanometer chips will be released by 2025 while announcing the three nanometer ones. We will continue active innovation in competitive technology development and build processes that help expedite achieving maturity of technology. One of, it, one of the first mining hardware, the Antminer S1, which was produced in 2013 had a 55 nanometer chip. Currently, the best mining equipment on the market is the Ant Miner S19 with a 5 nanometer chip, which was produced in 2022. So, as you can see, these chips getting more and more efficient, which you know it debunks a lot of the a lot of the energy FUD narratives. Anyways, moving on to this. This is the signal, guys. This is the part that you're gonna get very freaking bullish. I tweeted this out. I don't really tweet from the Simply Bitcoin account. That's Opti's job. Uh, but I felt so bullish I had to do this. Focus on the signal. Both Intel and Samsung are making chips for Bitcoin miners. Gazprom and ExxonMobil are mining Bitcoin. Ignore the noise. And before a lot of you talk shit, Nico brought the receipts. Here's Gazprom, Tech Radar, Intel, ExxonMobil, CNNBC, and now Samsung. Right. And of course, we'll put all this all of this down the link description so you could, you know, don't trust verify. But yeah, dude, Intel, Samsung, huge manufacturers, absolutely massive companies. What are they doing? They're making Bitcoin uh, chips and Gazprom, Russia's largest state owned 
energy producer, right? Mining Bitcoin through BitRiver. And of course, ExxonMobil mining Bitcoin with natural gas in the great old US of A. This is absolutely massive. This is right now. Look at where the price of Bitcoin is right now. Last time the price of Bitcoin was at the last time the price of Bitcoin was at this level a year ago. None of these things were true. The fundamentals keep getting stronger, which is what we always advocate on this show. Ignore the noise, focus on the signal. The future has never been brighter for the orange coin. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts? Orange coin good. No, no. <laughs> Guys, this is I just imagine being bearish right now, guys. I know, I know you, you're looking at the price. We've been dumping. Yes, yes, yes. Bear market vibes, whatever. But Bitcoiners build in the bear market. And now we have huge companies that are becoming Bitcoiners, guys. We have massive companies in chip production for mining. We have massive energy companies getting into Bitcoin mining to offset their, you know, carbon effort and their energy. It'd be impossible to not be this bullish right now, guys. This is incredible. And and one other note that you didn't put in, Nico, the um, one of the largest American energy companies is like Duke Duke uh, Duke Electrical or Duke Energy. They just recently came out that they are looking into mining as well, guys. So there's so many points right now pointing to what we've been telling you forever. Bitcoin is going to take over. And I forget who it was, Nico. Was it Zell that said, or maybe it was someone else, but when someone said this, it was one of those eye-opening moments where he says, everyone's bullish on Bitcoin mining companies getting swallowed up by energy companies, but you need to be bullish, super bullish, where Bitcoin mining companies are becoming the energy companies because that is where we are going. Oh my yeah. God, I'm too bullish. I'm, I'm excited, Nico. Dude, it, this is, I'm telling you, like this might seem like noise, but if you connect the dots, what this represents, also think about it from the political perspective, right? These companies have a lot of political power. Why, why is that? Because, you know, they put a lot of money into, you know, politicians to get certain types of regulations. You really think that now the American government, a lot of these corporations can make Bitcoin illegal with this amount of sway from these large corporations. ExxonMobil is a Fortune 500 company. They're on the they're they're a public company as well. Let me so my brain short circuited. Let's see, Intel, public company, Samsung, public company. So all public companies, right? Massive corporations that are all in some way part of contributing to Bitcoin, right? Um, and the future of Bitcoin. Anyways. And why? Why are they doing this? Is it because there's, you know, a great leader pushing them? No, the incentive of profit that the Bitcoin network provides. Anyways, Tony, what are your thoughts, brother? Yeah, I mean, how can you not be bullish, right? I mean, th th there's so much noise out there, like you said, right? The, you know, the politicians and the media, and they're, they're always just pushing this narrative, right? That, that it, it, I mean, you guys talk about it all the time, right? The, all the energy and everything, but yet when you have these, these companies, like you just said, uh, Intel and Samsung and Exxon, and, and they're doing this, you know, be, behind the scenes and the normal person doesn't know this, you know? And, and I mean, it's so bullish and so much is coming down the lines, right? Like with all this, there's a lot of new technology that's going to be coming out soon too, right? Uh, Bitcoin conference, some of it was announced. And I mean, this stuff's going to be coming down the lines in the next what year or two by the time the halving happens, right? I mean, this, 
I mean, how can you not be bullish right now? The 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 fiat price, right? As as you like to call it, Miko, the caca price, right? Like so, I mean that you can't even look at that, right? So it it's what a time to be bullish, right? And what a time to be in Bitcoin. We're so early, you know, stay humble, stack sats, right? Boom, boom, that's right. Uh Optimus, what's the second best? What's the second best? There is no second best. <laughs> Right. Uh, oh man. All right. All right. Moving on. Last piece, real quick, because I Opti's got to get to the fail. But just guys, we're gonna come back to this website a lot. I just wanted to show it off for the first time. By AtlanticConsole.org, the central banker digital currency tracker. That's right. It has a map with every country in the freaking world and the current status of their central bank digital currency development. And if you click over the certain country, it tells you research, it tells you, oh, Canada's in development. It tells you Brazil, it's in development, right? So every single country in Senegal was canceled, right? In night in Nambia, right? There's research in, Zimba, in Zambia, there's research, Tanzania research, right? Uh, Saudi Arabia, there's a pilot, right? In Russia, there's a pilot in Europe, right? We could zoom in, dude, this is crazy, right? The digital Europe, it's it digital euro, it's in development, right? So crazy stuff. It tells us really it goes into the bowels of our enemies, what's going on there, and it puts it all together in this nice little organized website for simply Bitcoin. Um, anyways, thank you, Atlantic Council. Probably this like evil organization with that type of name, like sounds ominous in my opinion. I'll definitely look into it over the next couple of days. You guys know the deal. Simply Bitcoin is dangerous because it's plebs with the Bloomberg subscription. Anyways, Abdi, what are your thoughts, brother? Well, that's an awesome site. Whoever made that, whether it's uh, a banker or a pleb, shouts out to you. My favorite number on there was the number two because there was two canceled CBDC projects. I don't know where they're at. I'm gonna go search on that site and figure this out, but awesome. Uh, the receipts in one page, make it easier for us. Thank you very much. Woo. Um, Tony, what are your thoughts, brother? Yeah, man, what a website that was. Like, you, you clicked on that, and I was like, whoa, just boo, you know? Like, I mean, that's something I'm going to have to go check out, too. I didn't, uh, you know, that that that's a pretty cool website. So uh, just, uh, you know, keep putting it out there and and uh, keep doing what we're doing, right? Yep, absolutely. Anyways, Opti, it's time for The Daily Fail. Brought to you by Swan. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plan, instant purchases, and it's serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. What we advocate for on Simply Bitcoin is dollar cost averaging and our values align with Swan, right? They incentivize self-custody. They want you to take self-custody. They don't want you to leave it on the app and they incentivize DCA, right? Which is in our opinion, the best way to stack Bitcoin without, you know, speculation, whatever, spread out the risk over a number of days. Swan.com. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Optimus. And the fails just keep piling up in regards to Celsius and the contagion in the market. So the Celsius one is a stacker. We're going to start with the first part of the fail that we saw this morning. As you can see in the headline, Celsius's lawyer claims that users gave up legal rights to their crypto. 
And guys, before I even get into this, we've told you that this was going to happen a long, long time ago, that once you give up your Bitcoin, it's no longer your Bitcoin. Hold your private keys. Anyways, let's get into this. Celsius 1.7 million registered users across 100 countries gave up title to the crypto they deposited into earn and borrow accounts, according to the firm's lawyer. They had their first bankruptcy hearing on Monday, and this lawyer... Pat Nash, remember that name, because he's a, a critical element to this whole thing. Details how retail users with earn and borrow accounts transferred the title of their coins, their coins, their coins to the firm as per its terms of services. As we said here, Celsius is free to use, sell, pledge, and rehypothecate those coins as they wish. And as you can see, here is the terms of services definitely clearly says in the part of the terms of services that they can use sell pledge and rehypothecate those coins however they want but the question here is whether the coins in custody by celsius can also be claimed by celsius and are no longer your coins so here is that lawyer Pat Nash, and he asks, are the crypto assets in Celsius possession property of the estate? Is the answer to this question different for crypto assets held under the custody versus the earn program? And as attorney David Silver summed up on Twitter, Celsius users should stop thinking of those as your crypto because it technically all belongs to the firm. So guys, what's the saying? Not your keys not your Bitcoin. Don't give these institutions your private keys to chase yield because once you give up that Bitcoin, those private keys, it is no longer your Bitcoin. Full stop. But as I said, there is a real nice connection with this Pat Nash guy. So Nash says Celsius recovery plan will involve hodling. So the next article that came out same day a couple hours later or maybe around the same time crypto lender celsius defends bitcoin mining plan as bankruptcy kicks off so as you just heard pat nash says that hodling will be a part of their recovery plan and then you realize that what celsius is doing is that they're using bitcoin mining to try to regain the lost coins because they understand that you want to go long in crypto. So they're going to use your assets to buy Bitcoin to make sure that their mining facility is set up and to make sure that it's shipped to you. And this has been all approved by a New Jersey judge. And again, this lawyer, Pat Nash. A lawyer for Celsius told Glenn that Bitcoin mining could provide a way for the company which halted other business operations like lending to repay customers whose assets it froze in the weeks leading up to its bankruptcy filing. So guys, I want you to understand what is happening here. They rehypothecated all their customers' funds. They got completely liquidated when they went to trade that. They went bankrupt. And now they're using whatever they can to try to scrape together a mining facility so that they can go long for their customers. And furthermore, this is just all showing you that the customers might also object to Celsius spending on Bitcoin mining vendors at the time when their own recovery is in doubt. 
amazing, guys. So, remember when we covered this on July 13th, and Corey Clipsis told us that if Celsius really cared about their customers, they wouldn't have filed a Chapter 11 bankruptcy, they would have filed a SEPA bankruptcy. But we know better now, guys. They are just here to clean their ass and make sure mm -hmm. that they don't get absolutely wrecked. But, guys, of course they're going to go out to Twitter and they're going to try to spin this as best as possible. So let's just see what Celsius Network is saying today, or actually yesterday when this news came out. We know that any reorganization plan will require buy-in from the community, quote-unquote. We <laughs> encourage you to hear our proceedings. And then right here, guys the pure signal of the fail. We intend to file a plan that will provide customers with an option to remain long crypto. Guys, amazing. Absolutely amazing. They get wrecked trading. They get wrecked getting over leveraged. They get wrecked being bullish. They go completely bankrupt, get liquidated. And now they want you to believe in them on their new Bitcoin mining endeavors so that they can make you back your money and that they will hold your keys for the long run so that you can get the exposure to crypto that you so want guys don't play stupid games because you will win stupid prizes hodl bitcoin put it in cold storage don't give people your cold your private keys for yield guys bitcoin goes up astronomical numbers don't get greedy don't chase eight percent yield when you're gonna lose all your coin, guys. The risk and the reward are imbalanced. And these shitcoiners know it, and they are freaking hawks on the newbies out there. Anyways, Nico, Tony, what are your thoughts, man? Dude, like, man, it's the, I love bear markets in the sense that, yeah, just everything gets crushed, but the frauds just get exposed for the world to see. Um, and I, dude, uh, Alex, uh, what Mashinsky, I think is how you pronounce his name was, uh, there was a video of him literally saying here, <laughs> the cold, uh, the Bitcoin maxis are to blame for telling people to put on cold storage. I can yes. put it up for you if you want. I have it. I have it queued up. All right, cue it up, play it. We got to pull it up, we got to play it, and then literally highlight how much of a piece of shit this guy is. Anyways, uh, uh, Opti is the volume enabled. Uh, I believe so. No, it's not enabled. You got to stop sharing the screen. Oh, wait, oh, wait. It's on the thing. Yeah, one second. I forgot about this. You, you got to stop sharing the screen, dude. Oh, yeah. All right. And then when you share the screen, there's an option on the bottom left-hand corner. It says share sound. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> and then when it... Okay. Go ahead. Are we good? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. The Bitcoin maxis are all over Twitter trying to convince everybody, hey, this is why we told you you know, uh, and not your keys, not your Bitcoin, you know. So let me tell everybody, right? 30% of all the Bitcoin is gone because of the Bitcoin maxis, because they told you to hold your own keys. And then everybody lost their keys. The Bitcoin. Amazing. Amazing. Dude, talk about scumbag. Like, talk about scumbag. Uh, disaster. And now... The shit hits the fan. People want to ma be made whole. Ah, 
What are you talking about? I never said that. Oh, anyways, Tony, what are your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> what a POS, right? Like, uh, it's kind of mind boggling, right? That they can sit there with a straight face and, and say that sort of thing, you know, um, knowing what they're really doing, you know, knowing that they're, they're, they're scamming people, you know? And so, um, I mean, I know it's tempting to, to, uh, you know, want to get some yield on your, your BTC, you know, I don't know why, uh, you know, I'm sure we've all thought about it, right? And you're, it's so tempting for just a minute. And then you're like, eh, you know, it's probably not the smartest thing to do. Um, so, it, you know, again, it's just best to, to hold it and hodl it and, uh, you know, not your keys, not your cheese, right? So that's, yeah. uh, that's, that's the bottom line. Um, lesson, lesson learned. Anyways, uh, Opti, Man. what is the wow. next fail, my friend? Wow. Well, the fails... <clears throat> excuse me just keep adding up guys and i came across this twitter thread and it's about three arrows capital i will confirm this information in another article but it it lays it out really nice here in this thread so this is by milk road daily and he says we read the thousand page doc on the 3ac court filing and here are the top what the f moment so number one 3ac owes 27 creditors a total of 3.5 billion dollars with genesis taking the biggest hint they lent 3ac 2.3 billion dollars Oof, you can see here how much people lent out to 3AC and who is hurting the most. Second, Three Arrows Capital was taking money out of clients' accounts and trading with them. So let's see this. Danny Yuan, we trade in one of 3AC's trading accounts this morning. They took about 1 million out of our accounts. I hope you pay us back ASAP. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, next. Three Arrows Capital founders use their wives as creditors. According to the paperwork, Kyle Davies' wife is owed roughly $66 million. You can't make this up. Amazing. Number four, the cherry on top. Three Arrows Capital founders bought a 50 million yacht using borrowed funds and they quote unquote wanted it to be the biggest yacht owned by any Singapore billionaires amazing okay so maybe you think this is just twitter hearsay maybe you think you know this guy doesn't know what he's talking about but here we go we have it on an official media site blockworks and it goes 3ac co-founders use funds assets for 50 million dollar yacht bungalows again with the quote they wanted it to be larger than any yacht owned even by singapore's richest billionaires amazing guys these are in my opinion, the quintessential shitcoin thinking. Most of us aren't here for the Lambos, but some of us here are for the yachts. Anyways, again, the thousand page affidavit explaining all their fails. Co-founder Zuzu and Kyle Davies made a down payment on that $50 million yacht. Co-founders are believed to have made payments using borrowed funds while ignoring creditors attempts to contact them amazing and at the time of this zuzu's wife purchasing two singapore good class bungalows or prestigious houses were 28.5 million and 48.8 million in the last two years guys we tell you all the time 
These people don't care about you or your Bitcoin. They're taking your Bitcoin, rehypothecating, trading with it, and using your money in the riskiest way possible so that they can make gains. Anyways, the founders of the clearly insolvent company should not be allowed to deal with what may be the assets of the company. Remember when I just went over the Celsius fail, and we explained to you that Celsius lawyers telling the victims of the Celsius collapse that all the coin in custody with them is not their coin. Again, we have another point telling you this exact thing, guys. Do not give these companies your Bitcoin because it's no longer your Bitcoin. Once you do that, guys, again, this is showing that 3AC owes $3.5 billion to about 27 crypto firms and its biggest being the crypto brokerage Genesis, which loaned them $2.3 billion, guys. So remember all the people that have been freaking out on Twitter. I'm sure if you follow the money, you can tell who's who and who got wrecked. Anyways, we got Digital Currency Group, the parent company of Genesis wrapped up in this. We got Voyager Digital, we got Dairybit. I went over this yesterday, guys. There's a lot of people that are getting wrecked right now. And if you remember, July 12th, Zuzu did a tweet where he said, sadly, our good faith efforts to cooperate with the liquidators was met with baiting. Amazing. Anyways, before <laughs> I wrap this one up, Nico, I saw this tweet and I thought it was some signal as well as just absolute shenanigans and a dunk. So this guy at Crypto Kaleo, he watched this movie called Rogue Trader, and he said that it reminded me slightly of the 3AC Celsius situation. So this guy, the main character, was perceived as the hottest trader in the world. Every position he entered, everyone wanted to follow him. What didn't he know? It didn't seem like he was losing money, he was making money, but he was losing money and he was covering it up. And he made such large moves that everyone was convinced he had to be legit. Rather than being honest about his losses, he continued to make large directional bets with clients' funds. He believed he had the power to move the entire market higher. Eventually, his luck ran out and it got wrecked. He realized there was no way out of the mess he made, so he fled. His positions were so large that unwinding them continued to cascade the market lower, and a couple months later, the market did what he thought it would. It rallied higher while he watched it in jail. This happened in the mid-90s. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? And then Iceberg, he goes, this was one of Zoo's favorite movies. And as you can see in this screenshot, what are the best movies about finance and economics this is a tweet by Hasu, and Zuzu responds, Rogue Trader, The Bank, Trading Places. Do I need to rewind this, guys? Damn, he really just lived out Rogue Trader. <laughs> In hindsight, literally every Zuzu tweet contained a hint of what he would do. Amazing. Amazing. Guys, oh, yeah. It's almost impossible to read all this and not just be completely stunned with the magnitude of fail here because not only did he zuzu and the founders of 3ac essentially live out a great movie on the run going big degen leveraging using customers funds 
and then dipping out when the market collapses and getting wrecked. And there was another tweet somewhere. It might have been in the same thread. Let me see if it's here. And oh no, I didn't I didn't load it up. Sorry guys. But there was a tweet by Zuzu where he said something on the lines of escaping international um like being an international fugitive on my yacht is like what I'm doing. And that was months ago. And I don't know if you guys remember, but no one knows where Zuzu is, guys. Like he's literally just dipped. He's essentially living this movie rogue trader i haven't seen it yet i'm gonna go watch it because this is just too crazy this is absolutely crazy again guys don't give people your bitcoin take your bitcoin off exchanges put it in cold storage go outside live your life bitcoin will be here when you're ready to come back and pay attention just secure the bag guys you do not need to chase yield because when you give up your bitcoin it is no longer your bitcoin Anyways, Nico, <laughs> go in. Dude, uh, man, look, I'm going to take a little bit of a different take. I've said this in previous shows, right? Is that, the, the, and we always say this, right? The revolution is self-custody, right? If enough people do it, we win. Why am I saying that? Because that is the innovation, right? Is the ability now for an individual to take self-custody of millions, billions of trillions of dollars individually, right? Without having to rely on security guides, without having to rely on a vault. If you're in a really sticky situation, even though I don't recommend this, you could memorize those 24 words and you could take everything with you, right? Why am I saying this? Because the, the, the same things that happened, the fiat system for over a hundred years, the bank runs, the fraud, you know, it all happens because other people were holding other people's money, right? So now, uh, we have this innovation, we have Bitcoin to do it differently. And you could build on top of Bitcoin and all the tools and all the things that Bitcoin gives you. For example, the um, if you go back to if you go back to um, if you go back to the rehypothecation issue with what happened with BlockFi, right? Why did that happen? Because they took every, they pooled everyone's money. But if you compare that with Unchained Capital, for example, Unchained Capital did things something totally different. They utilized the power of Bitcoin. They utilized multi-sig. So Unchained Capital was not incentivized to spend the money that they have in, under collateral, right? And why is all this happening? Because I think that the incentive to, if you're staring at a pile of money which you could use. Right, which happened to BlockFi, which happened to Three Arrows, happened to all these companies. What are you gonna do it? You're gonna use it. It's not because they're bad. It's that they think, okay, listen, guys, we're gonna offer them a return, so they're happy keeping their money with us, just like banks. But what they never plan for, just like banks, right, is that the market goes the other way, and then they get totally screwed, and then like they get with their pants down. It's like not only are we not gonna be able to offer you that return. We're not even going to be able to give you your money back in the first place. And none of this happened. And this has happened in the old system hundreds and hundreds of times. What is the radical innovation is the ability of the individual to take self-custody of their wealth so easily in a fraction of, the of a fraction of a second. And if you store it properly, it actually makes it very difficult for anybody to seize. It moves the balance of power from the individual from this from the nation state to the individual from the collective from the mob to the individual anyways those are my thoughts tony what are your thoughts brother you know that just goes to show you how uh, you know 
how how we're so familiar with that old system, right? That that even though we have a new system, people are still doing the same things with the new system as the old system, and people are still getting wrecked just like the old system, right? So, uh, I mean, it, it it's what an epic fail that was, right? And I mean, that's crazy. And, you know, I mean, Bitcoin is, is, you know, the best savings you can have, right? It's, it's the peaceful revolution, you know, and, and just, just like you said, Nico, it's just get it, you, you know, put it in cold storage and just hold on to it. You know, that's, that's the best thing to do. Yeah. You're not going to, uh, you know, have, uh, you're not going to make a million dollars tomorrow, but uh, it, it's it's the best savings plan there is, and it's it's going to be the best there is ever invented. Yeah, what that is one hundred freaking percent spot on. Bitcoin is the best savings technology the world has ever seen. But anyways, Opti, it's time for the daily meme review. Brought to you by Citadel Twenty One. It's the best Bitcoin cultural zine, it's stories, articles, comics by actual Bitcoiners. This is the artwork for Volume Ten. This is the artwork for Volume Eleven. And this is the artwork for volume two. Volume two is almost sold out because there's only a thousand physical copies made per volume. Guys, get your physical prints of Citadel 21 today before they run out. All right, everybody, welcome to the Bitcoin meme review. We review Bitcoin memes. Anyways, first meme by TBIC Finance, six secrets of getting rich, pay yourself first, get help from mentors, put your money to work, stop buying liabilities, invest in things you understand, eliminate excuses. Okay, all right. For the pleb that put that in the chat, very it's a little self-help, not what we're used we're used we're usually used to more comedic memes, but I like it. I like it. All right, next one by the uh, by the best bitcoin memes. The world is a mess, there's nothing I could do about it. Things just keep getting worse. Fix the money, fix the world. Next one by rope Plebs when they can't find fiat to stack at 19K. <laughs> All right, moving on to next one. When waifu says she's knocking your lights out of you, but you buy another corn, worth it, dude. Hilarious. Next one by Alan Watts. Never ask a woman her age, a man, his salary, a crypto company, where the yield comes from. That's absolutely hilarious. Next one by Ben. So everyone's panicking about 37 degrees for two days in the UK, yet they took three ex <laughs> experimental God damn it, who put this in the chat? Um, let's just say uh, the, a lot of collectivism convinced, a lot of collectivism mentality has infected a lot of people to just don't question and just do what the government says. I'll just leave it at that. Um, anyways, um, for those memes, I'm going to give it this empty journal. It's an empty black journal. Or is it is it really empty? You'll never know. Anyways, Opti, when you get those memes. The black journal with all the secrets. <laughs> all the right, Nico secrets. <laughs> all right, guys. I have given this score before, but I wasn't on then, so you couldn't see it exactly. So it's the orange. Wait, orange seed signer. Let's go. Let's go. Awesome. Awesome memes. Awesome scores for some awesome memes. Anyways, Tony, what would you give those memes? Well, in honor of uh, the All-Star game that's on this week, I am going to give it this official uh, Major League Baseball autograph pen. Awesome. Very baseball. Okay. Great, <laughs> great American pastime. Anyways, guys, we want to know if you agree with our scores, you disagree. 
let us know down in the comment section. Make sure to join us on alternative video platforms like rumble.com, personal favorite, bitcointv.com. Join our Telegram group. It's a party in there. It's awesome. Literally takes two seconds. Just link, click the link down below. Take you to the meme, uh, take you to the Telegram chat where you can link us some memes to review. But anyways, an open source software release today. Why did everybody about it? Software release. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't store your seed in paper. Paper could get damaged in a flood, in a fire. Be bad. Have all your Bitcoin on there. You had your seed. You're like, crap. So the best solution is to store your seed in metal. The best metal backup is Cypher Safe. Get yourself a Cypher wheel or a Cypher grid. Put your seed in metal. It's fireproof, waterproof, pet proof. It's awesome. Visit cyphersafe.io. The open source software release today is Samurai Wallet version 0.99.98E was released. Samurai Wallet is, it's a privacy centric wallet, right? It has different features where it's not mixing, you coin join really your coins, right? You can combine it with other people. It's different than mixing, right? Mixing is illegal. Coin join is individuals putting their coins together and then the transaction. There's no central party, right? So Samurai Wallet is a privacy-centric wallet. Definitely recommend. It's awesome. We also had one of the Samurai guys on the show as well, pretty uh, not that long ago. But anyways, guys, also make sure to subscribe to us on our audio platforms like Anger, uh, Anger, ha, Anchor, and uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All of that stuff. Fountain FM also and. Make sure to check out our awesome clothing sponsor, representltd.com. They wear, they make the best Bitcoin. Bet, look, Bitcoin merch, Opti's wearing it. I'm wearing the camo hoodie. It's awesome. It's stylish. It's comfy. He's making Simply Bitcoin merch very soon. You definitely want to go check out representltd.com. And you can take advantage of the promo code down below to get 10% off. Also, check out Simply Bitcoin's blog, www.simplybitcoin.news. Pirate Beach Bums taking care of it. It's pure pleb signal. Sig signal. You definitely want to go check it out. Also, want to give a very special shout out to our awesome guest, Tony. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Doesn't have a Twitter, but eventually I think I'm going to convince them to make one. You, can, you ha can't miss all out on Bitcoin Twitter. But, anyways, guys, that was our show. If you enjoyed our show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Of course, you want to continue hearing the Bitcoin news from the plea pleb perspective, the catastrophic fails, the memes, Bitcoin culture, all of it. Definitely consider subscribing to Simply Bitcoin and Opti. Was it that, that thing that I said at the Bitcoin 2021 conference? You're against Bitcoin, you're against freedom.